Previously on Those Were the Days. A bit the rules a little bit. 95% of Seinfeld plots are immediately fixed with a cell phone. I feel like I need more than just, hey, let's say some funny stuff. Because there is an absurdity to yeah. the whole concept of the show. And then every now and then you go, ooh. The roots of the Kramer should be ready next week. That was weird representation I didn't know I was looking for. <laughs> I was wrong at bar trivia when I thought it was seven. Yeah, so this is a show about nothing. And that's what I've got for this week's intro. Nothing. Those Were the Days is filmed before a live internet audience. your face we're gonna replace it with a grin and a dream come true because this is those were the days the show that looks back at how tv used to be we're talking about holiday shows and tonight is your lucky night it's the waterville talent contest the prize is fifty dollars and who wouldn't be interested in fifty dollars but if i'm going to beat out a bear in platform boots and a cape playing a hammond b3 i'm going to need some help on washboard and kazoo it's audie Hey, Ma, can we make up a new song? I was thinking maybe we could do one about Grandma Otter. No, probably not about how she was a little racist to the other animals along the river. That wouldn't exactly be a fun song. No, not about the time she tried to poison Grandpa Otter with her vegetable soup. That wouldn't be a very cheery song. No, I don't think about how she used to let young otters stay at her house overnight would be good either. That wouldn't be one we could sing much about. I was thinking about how she had a big butt and still wore a bathing suit. Thinking of all the stuff we could sing about that. You like it? Great. Let's come up with the other lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) Strumming a great cigar box banjo. Or so as Ma says, it's Steven. This show consists of all the things I like. Muppets, otters, Muppet otters, moms, friends, empty jugs of booze, music... And people loving people. But most of all, mother of pearl inlays. Mm-mm. Beautiful. And <laughs> it wouldn't be a jug band without him blowing a jug. It's Travis. Well, golly. Y'all got any mashed potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone. We are talking about the Muppet classic <laughs> Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Um So this is, I think I mentioned it at the end of the last show, or it was in the post-show, I don't remember. But this is one of those shows that prior to the internet, I was the only person who had seen it. You know what I mean? Like, no one else that I knew. You go, Emmett Otter, and they would go, what? What? No. Um, We watched this on Amazon Prime, which fortunately does have the intro-outro with Kermit. Which some versions do not, like, I think the DVD version I have does not have Kermit on it. That's a crime. Um, which is wild. Wow. Now, um, I, I'm going to get everybody else's history before I launch into my deep dive <laughs> into my history <laughs> with Emmett <laughs> Um So, Stephen, you had not seen this before, correct? I had not. Had That's you ever correct. heard of it? I had never even heard of it. No idea how I missed it. Which is wild to me because like, you're basically one of the characters. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I've, been, 
I identified with this this show at a at a molecular level, <laughs> like it was just in there. I don't I don't know how I didn't know about it. Like I was, we were watching it as a family. So my wife and my my son were with me. And I was sitting there like, this looks like the cartoon or the the show that you know it's the end of the year in first grade and it, it's Christmas time and the teacher rolls in the, <laughs> the TV. Cart. It's like we're gonna watch this. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I felt like. I was like, I'm sitting here. This is something they would sit you on the floor, crisscross applesauce. Mm-hmm. You know, and you'd watch your Emmett <laughs> Otter. I don't know how I escaped my era of young life without knowing this was a thing. I'm so real annoyed I'm about it. I'm going to say too. that it's one wrong. of those things. Like, this is probably one of those things where those couple of years younger that you are, mm-hmm. it just happened to yeah. just slip past you. Um, yeah. All right, Audie, how about you? Yeah. Actually, this is the first time I've watched it all the way through. I'm definitely one of those who missed it originally and caught up with it when the internet got a hold of it and i've seen you know the parts here and there and the behind the scenes and the outtakes and stuff so (laughs) it was nice to actually watch it all the way through this time awesome uh trap so i know i saw this when i was a kid somehow i I don't remember where it was uh or when exactly but i know i saw it i do remember commercials for this at some point because i just i just distinctly remember some commercial for like a send away and get a vhs copy or something with emmett otter's jug band christmas or maybe it was playing on the local station and they were advertising but i remember that very distinctly and yeah. i probably hadn't seen it all the way through since that first time i'd seen clips of it but it was sitting down and watching this from beginning to end was just such a treat and it really took me back to so many like just amazing feelings of childhood uh, for something that I didn't have like wasn't burned into my memory yet parts of it were and it's weird wow. but I loved it all right so my <laughs> Emmett Otter I know I have brought it up on the show before um, or maybe it was only on Travis's show I'm not sure um, but we had the old video disc uh, the the CED disc, the uh, capacitance electronic disc, which was a movie on a record. This is wild <laughs> technology that exists. Um, and but here's the thing: so I had Emmett Otter, but on the other side of the of this disc, because it was you could have about an hour on either side. So most movies you had to like flip it over in the middle. Mm-hmm. On this one, it is a lost Henson production. It is Jim Henson's The Musicians of Bremen. Now, as a kid, didn't love The Musicians of Bremen. Um, you can find a super, like, super shady YouTube version uh, exists. But otherwise, it's, like, nowhere. Um, hmm. And it was The Musicians of Bremen. And it's, like, super cool. And it also had, like, that Kermit intro. You know, yeah. it was, like, the same idea. It was like, hey, we're going to do this story now. Um, which is cool. Um, we also, we're a big, big Muppet family. I've brought this up before. Um, and I don't think I told the story about the Christmas Muppets the last time that we talked about Muppets. Um, but my grandfather had made us a big wooden, big, like life-size wooden big bird for our backyard. Um, then my mom started adding to them. She had a, she had a little projector and then she would trace it out on the plywood and she would hand paint them and, and we had all the Muppets. We started with Sesame Street and then they branched out. And then at Christmas time, they would go in the front yard with scarves and Santa hats 
with the rest of the lights. And we were the house with the Muppets. And we lived on a super busy street, so tons of people drove by. Um, one year, uh, someone stole one of the Muppets. What? So it was a whole thing. Uh, like, my mom took the rest of them down and put them in the backyard again, put up a big sign. And <laughs> people were leaving money in our mailbox. Like, please, here, so that you can make new ones. Like, here's this. So then what it turned out was that it was, you know, terrible teens, right? Like they were doing like a scavenger hunt and it was like Christmas decorations and somebody showed up with one of the Muppets and everyone else was like, what the hell did you do? <laughs> like, you can't do that. And so they brought them back. Oh, so that was, a, that was a big thing, like, especially at Christmas, <laughs> Muppets, because I mean, Muppet Family Christmas, one of the greatest specials. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, mm -hmm. Muppet Christmas Carol. As we all know, mm -hmm. I love that if that had happened in the future, you'd have a whole GoFundMe for yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your yeah. Muppet stood up yeah. in like an hour. But we didn't, yeah, <laughs> someone would set it up. Yeah, no. But a lady like left an envelope with cash that was like, it just is so much a part of our Christmas to come see the Muppets. And, you know, the year Jim, Jim Henson passed away, my mom made Kermit sitting on a log, like for the front yard. Oh, that was so man. good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was serious business. So this um, big part of my childhood. But as I said, growing up, I didn't know anyone else who had seen it. And I was like, okay, great. Fine, <laughs> I guess. Um, so yeah, uh, Emmett Otter originally uh, came out in 1977 as a TV special based off a book and um, by the same name. And uh, <laughs> everything keeps comparing it to The Gift of the Magi. But this is very much like a not that <laughs> like it's very much like an opposite <laughs> gift of the magi did you actually read the bible yeah, passages right? like, about the like, magi no, or just a few of the that. songs what yeah i see where you're getting that but you are incorrect um so basically this was a special <laughs> that they did uh between seasons of the muppet show yeah and it mm -hmm. was something very different and um it was revolutionary for the time. There are yeah. remote controlled, th like a lot of remote controlled things. Those faraway shots of Emmett and Ma in the boat. He, I mean, he's like, those are all mm -hmm. radio controlled. That blew my mind. I was watching so crazy. about that. First of all, I didn't know this was based on a book. I had no idea. I didn't. Um, yeah. Just, just totally spaced on that. But what I loved was hearing that this was between seasons of the Muppet show and it was, essentially a trial run to test out can we do some of these things at a yeah. larger scale for yeah. a Muppet movie. Mm -hmm. So they were like, mm -hmm. well, we want to do a Muppet movie, but let's try some stuff out here. We'll do this thing. And that it's, it's how Paul Williams got involved in yeah. the Muppet stuff. This was like the first, I think this was the first thing he really worked on or had he, I guess he had been working on I the show. So. Yeah, but yeah. But this was like the first other project that he had been working on. But then the technology stuff, that boat was crazy because that boat could row. Mm -hmm. Like it was radio controlled and it could, Emmett was rowing a boat or technically the boat was rowing boat Emmett's was rowing arms. Emmett. Yeah. yeah. But it could turn and row forward and backward and they had like all those wide shots. And you don't even, it doesn't register when you're watching it. No. When, when you're watching it, it's no, just, was, they're just yeah. in a boat. That's just what they do. And, but there's shots that are, you know, classic Muppet shots where they have like a, a boat built above and Frank Oz and um, 
and uh, is it Jerry, Jerry Nelson are underneath Nelson, the boat yeah. doing the puppeteering and they set it in front of the river and do like a forced perspective. And then all of a sudden yeah, they cut the to a wide shot. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, that's just amazing. And they had, these were I some like of the earliest the remote the scenes, controlled ones too. Yeah. In the behind the scenes, they're like, well, obvious, you know, and you see it and obviously there's no puppeteers under there. And I was like, that would never have occurred to me. Nope. <laughs> like, no not at all. Did I think of any of this? That's the magic of what Jim Henson's able to do, though. Mm-hmm. You yeah. watch it and you don't think about what they're doing. You're just watching two otters in a boat go down a river. And that's why I love it, because I'm not go. How did they do that? Oh, that's impossible. Oh, otters can't row a boat. I'm just like <laughs> fully invested. See, and that's, that's I was, the, the magic. I was completely the other way in that I fully believe they figured out a way to get the, the Muppeteers underneath the water. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, they probably like the figured Pirates it of the out. Caribbean you know. upside down uh-huh. thing. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Idea. Part yeah, of me was like, like a diving bell and they're just that's how they did it or something. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then watching the behind snorkel. the scenes and seeing all the, you know, that this was, you know, the first time they had done this remote stuff. And I'm thinking, good gosh. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, In the late and, 70s. Yeah. And even like the, um, you know, remote controlled Muppet Mildeson stuff and yeah. doing it that mm-hmm. way where the puppeteer yeah. doesn't have to be have his hand inside the Muppet to still control it. They can be oh. sitting at a table a ways away. Like, yeah, I love that stuff. Is it? Yeah. The, the, I always remembered it's the toucan hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it like the robot they use for the robotic yeah. mouth movements? Looks like a toucan's beak. You know, mm-hmm. I always love that. I'm like, it's like they're controlling a bird. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so cool. Well, my little nerd self is over here thinking like they go from, so this is how they get to be able to do the Ninja Turtles movie and make them look awesome. Like I mean, starting yeah. here, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah, it starts here. There's, but if you've watched some a star of the like, quality difference between Ninja Turtles one and two, and then three, where Henson was not involved, right? Mm-hmm. Think about that next time you watch. But even like thinking about like recent Adam Savage videos where he visits the Muppet Workshop and you see some of the ways that they do remote controls now, and like you know can have every single digit of your finger do different oh, yeah. stuff. You know, oh, yeah, and it's crazy. so intricate and amazing. And to think mm-hmm. that it started with Emmett Otter and then thinking, what if we try this? And just yeah. also thinking about the fact that Jim Henson was super into puppets, but so into being able to say, yes, let's use technology to make them better. Not right. sticking as an old dodgy guy like, no, puppets are done in the hand. That's it. You know, he, along with everybody else, yeah. was like, Let's try it. Let's throw it at the wall and see what'll stick. Yeah. It was very that's, that's collaborative. Where, yeah. Yeah. And he was just such a hippie. It was just whatever ideas we got, let's throw mm-hmm. them, let's try it. And yeah. he was like, he was just a visionary. Like, sure, he play, he was a Muppet guy, but the dude really could see the future and saw things differently than a normal person. I mean, that's why the Muppets were on TV. He's like, we've created a puppet box. Yep. Mm-hmm. The camera is the mm-hmm. puppet box. That was his whole idea, and it, it just yeah. And I, yeah. Jim Henson's one of my heroes. I could talk to him about mm-hmm. him endlessly. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So you're gonna just need me to <laughs> shut up. It, well, it also does help too when you have like a, a mad genius like Foz Fazakis, who's coming up yeah. with these these crazy rigs of like radio controlled cars that they can put the Muppets, you know, four Muppets in and then drive the car around, or those little <laughs> uh, snowmobiles they were mm-hmm. on, and like yeah. all that stuff, so like. Good. Watching watching that behind the scenes and and hearing the other people that were in the workshop talk about the stuff that he would work on was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So this version, thankfully, uh, opens with Kermit 
riding his bicycle, which is another thing. Like that was for the Muppet movie. Like that was a yeah. big thing then. Yeah. It was like Muppets riding bicycles. Yeah, he's riding a bicycle in 1977. Don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does run into the uh, the the sign for Waterville uh, and was it Frog Hall? I forget. Anyway. Um, so uh, the nightmare, he's talking about Emmett Otter and it's his jug band Christmas and the nightmare comes by in their car uh, they steal his scarf and drive away and are very rude and poor Kermit on the side mm-hmm. of the road. Um, and he's like, well, I loved everything. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're going to be seeing more of them. Um, <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, this is a backfiring old jalopy full of Muppets and yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Like, I wasn't sure what this show was about. Never watched it. Never looked mm-hmm. at the clip. Didn't read anything. And I'm like, I don't know what we're about to watch, but I'm I'm on fire. Like, let's go. This <laughs> yeah. is the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so um we get Emmett and Ma, Alice Otter, um, rowing their boat down to Waterville to drop off the laundry to Gretchen Fox, singing uh as Audie's intro, <laughs> um the bathing suit <laughs> that grandmother Otter wore. And it is so funny. Like when this is your mm-hmm. intro, I feel like you're like, what is happening? But it is that real kind of song, right? Like, there are definitely those kinds of songs about, you know, mm-hmm. big old grandma and tourists thought that her bathing suit on the line was a circus tent. <laughs> and this <laughs> is the spot great. where we need to all bow down to the amazingness of Paul Williams in oh, doing the sure. music and writing these songs. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. a lot... A lot he wrote from a single line of the book from the book yeah, of like describing the, the what the song the was. Song. Yeah. yeah. And then he went on and wrote the song and it's just like, oh my gosh. And again, going back to that behind the scenes video. Um Thank you, Phil, FYI. By the way, friend of the show. Yeah. For mm-hmm. making sure that we saw that because it's, it was phenomenal. And like he talks about that Jim just gave him the freedom to just do whatever. Yeah. You know, and just said and he was like one of my favorite things about working with Jim Hansen is I get to have fun. Mm-hmm. Like this is one of those times where I just got to have fun with it. And it really shows with all of these songs. Yeah. So well, much. Dude, the songs are, Go ahead. the songs are earnest. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah. they're not, mm-hmm. they're not played for, this is a tender moment. Uh, despite the song being about the giants, <laughs> <laughs> the grandma Otter mm-hmm. award. Like, it's just, and I swear, I would thought, I'm like, this is a Ray Stevens song. Like, it has to be. <laughs> yeah. He has to be involved thing, right? in here somewhere. And so many of these songs, too, like, especially when we get into some of the other ones, um, like, Where the River Meets the Sea, um, hmm. is the, like, they seem like songs that just are, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they are those yes. old songs that have just been. Um, so, uh, Eminem Ma come upon Gretchen Fox. To drop off her laundry. And she's like, there was a scorch mark on one of the sheets. Because she has money. Um, (laughs) And so they're like, yeah, well, I'll take some money off. Um, But hey, I got your bill. She's like, great. I'll pay. Remind me when I pay you next week. And Ma's like, well, it's, you know, I got the bill right here. And it's three days till Christmas. And Gretchen is gone. No. Uh, Yep. Um, But we do have... Um. Oh, what is uh? Will Possum is there fishing, 
Then he mm-hmm. asks Ma if she's got anything to barter. I let me tell you, um, at the beginning of COVID, I was the queen of barter town. Um, because I was making masks and I got yeast when no one had yeast because my Ooh. friend has a pizza shop. And so I was trading masks for yeast. I was trading it for like nice. the one hand soap that doesn't make my hands break out. Like I was just, I'm into barter. Barter is great. Um, so Ma says she's got a pair of wool socks. And Will says, great. I got a couple of pumpkins. Ma says, you can turn them into pies and sell them at a profit. Because this mm-hmm. is a show about hustle culture. Yeah, Right? Is. This is a gig economy that we are in. And we are doing it. Um, and uh, so as they, as they continue down to go run their errands, Emmett asks how much you think you can get for those pies. And she says, probably enough to buy wool to make another pair of socks. Because <laughs> that's how we do. Mm-hmm. Just keep that circle um, going. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, so then we get we get the nightmare. The Riverbottom Boys. Mm-hmm. And they've pulled in to go to the music shop. Um, well, they've pulled up because the snake uh, is accidentally choking Chuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, get off my shoulder. Oh, a fella should be grateful he has shoulders. Um, <laughs> these guys, these are the best bad guys. They're so good. Yeah. Because they're just terrible. They're One of their friends is a fish. Like, they have a fish. That is with them at all times. In the trunk. Also always in water. Always in water. He's in Mm -hmm. the trunk. He's in a bucket behind the snowmobile. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's just there. He's such a great gag to how how they would have the fish involved. It was just such a great gag running through. Oh yeah. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. And he squirts water all Mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. good. Which the performers really loved. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and Ma and Emmett come walking through town and Emmett says, is that all the errands? She says, no, but that's all the money we've got to do them with. And <laughs> I, yes. I love that line. Yes, Alice, I do. Yep. I know where we're at, Alice. <laughs> that's where I'm at on my Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Am I done Christmas one. shopping? Nope. But <laughs> we're out of money to do it with. <laughs> so then we get, um, Probably the most well-known scene in the movie. Um, Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen it, you've maybe seen this part. And if you have seen it, you are well aware and you watch the outtakes. um, Because the drum comes rolling out of the uh, shop. Uh, Emmett has seen the Mother of Pearl, the guitar with the Mother of Pearl inlay for $40. Uh, For $40, Mm -hmm. which is an exorbitant amount of money. Mm -hmm. Um. And, uh, but the, the nightmare is in there and when the bass drum comes rolling out, lands on the sidewalk and, uh, one of the weasels, I don't know, one of them comes out and, uh, picks it up and he's like, see, it's not even hurt. If they didn't want these things to roll, they should have made them square. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we know they're musicians-ish. Um, and then comes like the quintessential line that like is a this one is probably the most pervasive in my family. Uh, Chuck says he's hungry. Hey everybody, Chuck's hungry. Mm-hmm. I'm not hungry. I'm hog. 
great. <laughs> yep. Which is a whole different level whole yeah. of mm-hmm. hungry. I've been hungry before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know what he means. Mm-hmm. The number of times my boys have been hungry lately, yeah. not even saying <laughs> that at all. It's just like, I know you, you need food. Yeah. It's intense. Under the age of 10, they need to eat every three hours or mm-hmm. they'll turn into small they basically turn to gremlins yeah, yep. yeah. it's you, like the do, opposite not, don't you feed do them after feed. midnight yeah. mm-hmm. feed them all the time Constantly. <laughs> mm-hmm. i i did um, like by the way if you've seen the outtakes of it it's great the scene with the drum rolling out because it yeah. took forever they did like and the best part is they tested takes. it before they were rolling and it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It ran out and it did a little whoop, 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 and stopped on the sidewalk while they were not rolling. And then, like, 250 takes later. <laughs> like, they, like I, madness. And it's the outtakes are so good because you also have mm-hmm. Frank Oz voicing Alice in the outtakes yeah. because he did all the voicing for the acting. Um, yep. And then he was, mm-hmm. it was, they recorded Marilyn Sokol later. Um, so you have Frank Oz doing the voice, which is just a mm-hmm. whole other level. <laughs> See, that's, that's the other half of the Jim Henson prod puzzle is yeah. he's also a perfectionist. So oh, sure. you'd have these, oh, yeah. like, I mean, there's a scene in lab, I think it's labyrinth with the head bounce, the head yeah. tossing yes. dudes. Mm-hmm. That was all practical. And like the puppeteers were basically in tears begging to just do something else, like just digitize <laughs> it, do something because we can't do this anymore. And then they finally nailed it. But yeah. Kevin Clash was one of the puppeteers of that. And I read his biography, oh, yeah. you know, the Elmo yep. puppeteer. Mm-hmm. And it was, he's just like the man just knew what he wanted and he was going to get it. Yep. Uh, and we were all going to have fun getting it. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is important for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Ma and Emmett are back in the boat headed home, and we get the wash tub song. This is pivotal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because there ain't no hole in the wash tub. Everything's mm-hmm. great as long as there ain't no hole in the wash tub. Uh, we go by Doc Bullfrog, who says it's some of the nicest people on the river. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, I This song is so good. I love this song so much. It might be, it might, they're all my favorite. I can't, I was about to like declare something. That <laughs> so that was the thing. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about this beforehand. Like, can I pick a favorite song from this? Because every time I think of one of the songs, I'm like, no, that is my favorite song. No, damn it. That one's my favorite song. No, mm-hmm. it's the, it's, it's grandma's, ba- like, I just cannot choose one. Every one of these I will songs say, is I have, glorious. I have a greater appreciation for where the river meets the sea than I did when I was a kid. Oh, for sure. I do admit oh, that, sure. like when we got to those parts uh, when I was a kid, it was like, all right, let, let's go. This is not barbecue. <laughs> let's yeah. get going. Yeah. Um, we get Wendell fishing, catches a boot. They sure are biting today. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Sure work> well. <laughs> I love Wendell so much. So the next day, um, Emmett is out chopping some wood because it is cold now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wendell's got a lead on a job. They got to fix old lady possum's fence. She's going to give him 50 cents, but he doesn't have any tools. Don't even worry about it. Emmett's got Pa's old tool chest. They can split mm-hmm. the money. Great. 
Uh, Emmett goes to take the wood in to Ma, and Hetty Muskrat is waiting there to hang out with her and use the spinning wheel that she keeps borrowing. <laughs> um, and so Emmett goes off to do his thing, and Ma's going to have some tea with Hetty Muskrat if she can just find that kettle. Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> that a great. me up. I love that because I have done that many a time. Mm-hmm. Where are my sunglasses? They're mm-hmm. on my head. Yeah. Where's my phone? I'm house. looking for my, my phone. phone. Let's see. Where'd it yeah. go? Where's my phone? Oh, right. Oh, I had it in my pocket once. It was just in the pocket it wasn't supposed to be in. That is the worst. Uh, mm-hmm. I've done yeah, that. And I was like, what did I do? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so this is the part where everybody separately learns about the Waterville uh, talent contest. Mm-hmm. Um, Wendell tells Emmett about it as they're walking over to old lady Possum's house and Hetty tells uh, Alice and you know Hetty says prize is $50 thought you might be interested <laughs> and Ma's like well who wouldn't be interested and mm-hmm. she spends the whole time trying to talk herself out of it and she's like you know trying to talk herself out of it like well I, I don't have anything to wear Um, and so Wendell and after they've rebuilt this fence, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Wendell and Emmett run into their buddies, Harvey and Charlie. And uh, they've already got a plan that they're going to make a jug band. And they were, they're like so glad that they've run into them because they are just the fellows they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, because Wendell can blow a jug. He's like, oh, yeah, I can. I can do that. <laughs> um, and uh, Emmett can play washtub bass. Why? Because his ma's the one with the washtub. No. Mm-hmm. As previously stated, everything is mm-hmm. great as long as there's no hole in the washtub. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is where it all vastly deviates from the... Uh, Gift of the Magi. <laughs> like, this is... <laughs> right. <laughs> um, for those who you don't know... You watch the first half of the movie, then maybe. Yeah. But for those who don't that, know, yeah. premise of the Gift of the Magi. Uh, girl sells her hair to buy her her bow a new chain for his watch. He sells his watch to buy her combs for her beautiful long hair. And, oh, they've both sacrificed their favorite thing in order to buy something for the other. That's the Gift of the Magi in a very small Cliff Notes version. This is the opposite. Um, because for Emmett to compete in the contest, he's going to have to put a hole in Ma's wash tub, which is mm-hmm. how they make their living. Yeah. yeah. And if Ma's going to compete, she needs a new costume. And to do that, she's going to have to uh, pawn the tool chest, Pa's old tool chest, mm-hmm. which Emmett uses mm-hmm. to do odd jobs. Because there wasn't nothing left to hawk. There was nothing left to hawk. Um, Because Pa was a snake oil salesman. And it didn't go very well. Because (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's not enough people who want to oil a snake. (laughs) I love that so much. So So good. good. Let me tell you. For the longest time. Courtesy of this Christmas special. I did think that's what snake oil salesman was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just aren't enough people who want to oil a snake. Mm-hmm. I, I will say though that that uh, that is going to enter my lexicon. That that phrase. Oh yeah. There's not oh, enough yeah. people that want to oil a snake. Want to oil a snake. <laughs> um. 
so they really the river's frozen um emmett brings home the christmas branch like pa used to do and every year pa would go out and say he was going to bring home a christmas tree he's going to cut down the whole tree he could never bring himself to do it and so he always <laughs> just came home with a branch because of me that tree will still be alive in a hundred years i can probably just repeat the entire film <laughs> I love. I mm-hmm. just love the impression of Emmett doing his his paw. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just so everything about this is just so realistic to me. Like how it would you would do, you know, yeah. if you're just reminiscing about your paw. Remember what he used to do. I mean, we do that now with my wife's dad. He's who passed away. We still sit at the table and do stuff that he mm-hmm. did. Just because oh, you sure. remember he'd sit there. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean. There's it's something great. there's something about Jerry Nelson and his ability to do these young characters like Sweet. Emmett. Yeah, uh he, he Robin, 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 you know, yeah. he's so good at that like warmth that uh that these characters have and it's completely 100% believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. Did he do Bean Bunt being the bunny too? Did he do Bean and Robin and I think Emmett so, and yeah. Uh, he might have. I think so. Bean, that seems right. Yeah, Bean's, Bean's another one of those voices. Yeah, yeah. It came along in the you know. I think mm-hmm. Christmas, the Christmas Carol was the first. Yeah. Well, like he can do those characters and then turn around and be Floyd Pepper. Like, how great is yeah. that? You know, it, it, he can do so much. But yeah, that was. Um, I think Bean was one. But it's just there's something about those characters that is yeah. so endearing. Forget to, um, he was the count on Sesame Street. Yeah, my favorite. Um, I almost just went down a big Sesame Street rabbit hole, and I have managed <laughs> to reel myself back in. So, uh, they go down to the slide that Pa built because Pa didn't leave much, but he did leave the slide, and that's just about enough. Um, and it slides down onto the ice, and this is some A plus uh, marionette work. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the part where Ma slides down and then she's on the ice and she's laughing and she just like falls over and she's laughing and it is the cutest thing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, well, another thing to get from the behind the scenes, this is the f- first time Henson had done marionette work. I'm like, huh? what the what? <laughs> yeah. It, really? it did help because uh, Jerry Nelson had started as a marionette puppet. So. Right. Uh, before mm-hmm. doing Muppets. Oh, yeah. Because Dark that. Crystal wasn't until 82. Right. So like, Dark it's Crystal just, is very marionette heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's just crazy to think that, like, this is the first time Henson's really done stuff with marionettes. And there's such different construction of puppet from yeah. a, from making a Muppet, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that was one of the great things, in the, again, in that behind the scenes, the uh, people talking about, like, you're making a Muppet where somebody's hand is inside of it. You're trying to make it as light as possible because they got to have their hand over their head that whole time and any weight on that. Meanwhile, you're making a marionette. You want it heavy for the exact opposite reason. It's hanging at the end of these strings. Right. And like, yeah. they got to make both of those. It needs to hold itself down. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's a whole different philosophy. And you've got to make them look similar. Yeah. You know? Right. So so that you believe it's the same character. I, I just, oh, yeah, amazing. I do like that they did say one of the big differences is in the neck yeah, um, mm-hmm. of the two kinds of puppets, but it's okay because all these characters wear scarves. Mm-hmm. We have solved that <laughs> yep. problem. Smart. Put a yep. scarf on. Clever. It's winter. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. 
Um, so this is where we get Pa's old favorite song, um, Where the River Meets the Sea, um, which is a very sweet song. And it is, it's like a spiritual, like it's really, mm-hmm. really sweet. Um, again, like when I was a kid, it was like, okay, all right. Now I'm like, all right, it's good. It's just real good. It's mm-hmm. just good. It's just a good song, Ma. Ma, you got a beautiful singing voice. You're going to win those $50. (laughs) So they both get in their heads like, all right, well, what would Pa do? And it's, well, Pa would hawk the tool chest and Pa would put a hole in the wash tub because Pa was going for it. Pa was selling snake oil. Just take a chance. Maybe something good will happen. I don't know. I don't know if this is the best plan. I mean... This is a terrible idea. It's not. It's not idea. No, it's terrible. I'm going to sell the one thing that makes the two things that yeah. make money. But to be fair, they didn't know what each other were doing. No, they had. So, no it, like, if one person did it, eh, sure, maybe you're taking a chance. Good for you. Yeah. That's what Paul would have done. But for both of you to do it at the same time, no. Nah, well, that's I mean, a bad I think idea. we can probably plug they, this hole in the wash tub, though. They they both left notes that neither. Neither one read. Person read, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> so we do, we do see Emmett put the hole in the wash tub with a stick yeah. and a nail. Um, and mm-hmm. again, just to show, like, just to say how good these puppeteers are, the pain I felt mm-hmm. in Emmett's performance of mm-hmm. putting that hole in the wash tub from a yeah. stinking little otter puppet. I was just like, oh my gosh. Like so good. Yeah, it was a sacrifice. There was a Mm -hmm. there was a there was a there was like a delay in what he was doing. There was thought He's looking up at the window. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To make sure Mom's see the thought in his eyes. Yeah, Kit London says he loves loves that he closes his eyes like it was Mm -hmm. a full embodied performance out of a puppet and you felt it. But you're right, you're right. They could plug that uh washed up hole because Lord knows they can they can get a cork from Wendell, you know, Wendell's if he's good it. at blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wendell's got cork laying around. Sure. We'll be all right. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Emmett and the boys are in the treehouse and they are practicing. And then it, arguably the catchiest song of the entire film. And mm-hmm. it's the barbecue song. And you believe that mm-hmm. this is like an old timey song. It's so, it Yeah. And for kazoo, washboard, uh, cigar box, banjo, washtub, bass, and jug, heck of a bop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was into it. I was yeah. tapping my foot. It's real good. I love this song. It has been stuck in my head for a good week and a half. Um, <laughs> from about the moment that I decided we were doing this. Uh, <laughs> um, I have had barbecue stuck in my head. Um. The boys all want to like take a break. They're like, great. We're awesome. This is great. And Emmett's like, let's practice it again. Well, why? Because I put a hole in Ma's wash tub. And if we don't <laughs> win, this all falls apart. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's the other part, right? $50, you can get a new wash tub. Sure. $50, even $12.50, mm-hmm. you know. Or, uh, you know, you can, you know, you can get the get the tool chest. Out of hock. Yeah. 
Um, I did the uh, inflation calculation. Fifty oh, bucks yeah. and seventy sevens about two fifty right now. I mean that's yeah. Oh wow! I do a lot for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we then get uh we get Ma. Ma has hawked the tool chest. She's bought some fabric to make her costume, and she's gone over mm-hmm. to Hetty Muskrat's to use her sewing machine. And Hetty, who egged her on like the whole time. It's like, I can't believe you did that. And I, it's like, that's rude, Hetty. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I've done shadier things to buy fabric, so it's fine. Don't worry <laughs> about it. And Ma, she's like, I gotta have a costume. And when I win, I'll get the tool chest back. And Hetty says, what if you don't win? She's like, well, I have to win. <laughs> like, it's just yeah, that mm-hmm. simple. No problem. Very simple. Um. And so then, so, all right, we have come, so the, well, the boys are up in the tree, the nightmare shows up on their, um, on their, uh, jet skis, or, uh, snowmobiles. Mm-hmm. I, why? Hmm. Um, but they're like, <laughs> look at the birds up in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they're so, they're such good bad guys. They're so mean. Um, and so this is more incentive. Got to keep practicing because we have got to win. There's, there's no other option. All right. So we've come to the talent show. Guys, this is every small town talent show you've ever been to. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt comfortable participating in it yeah. based on that first act. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I do love what I what I do love is uh, there's an audience. There's a big crowd. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, right, this, like, we, we do get Kermit in the beginning and end, but this is not visually like other Muppet things. So you can't just pull in other Muppets and throw them in the crowd scene. Yeah, the crowd can't be out. can't be Fozzie and Floyd and, no. Zoom, oh, and all right. these other they right. just don't, characters. They don't they don't. Yeah. They're not the same vibe um so there was a lot of you know demo versions and iterations and just slap a hat on them and we're good yeah anything you have at the workshop that we're not using right mm-hmm. now yeah. just put there some put a, a, a good? rag right. or a bandana on it and throw <laughs> it out there give it a scarf we're good yeah <laughs> um so we have um I can't remember his first name. The Mayor Fox. Harrison Fox. That's it. Mm-hmm. Harrison Fox, the mayor of Waterville, is hosting. Mm-hmm. And he is directing everyone to their dressing rooms. Men one way. Women the other. The best part about this is mm-hmm. the horse carrot. The dancing horse. It's <laughs> uh, ripped in so half. Yep. Because they're not. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for dividing <laughs> you. Um, yeah. <laughs> That was so good. Oh, that they were like, see ya, honey. Uh, so Ma, Ma comes in, and she's like, oh, is this is this the talent show? And Harrison Fox is like, yep, your dressing room's right over that. Well, you're you're very, I'm very nice to have helped you. I, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you, uh, you're very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, you can never go back to Waterville now. Like, this is it. It's over. You better, mm-hmm. you yeah. better mm-hmm. step up. 
All right. So we get Carrots the dancing horse first up. And part of me does want to see what this act was going to be before they got <laughs> ripped apart, right? Like, yeah. I do want to see Carrots mm-hmm. the dancing horse act. But as it is, it it's never correct. Um, both halves <laughs> are going in opposite directions. It lasts about 30 seconds. The whole audience is laughing. And when they get well, off... God. It's like they weren't, they, they didn't get together backstage. Yeah, they right, just no. entered from dressing room yep. and went, well, here we here are. Here we are. Let's not regroup or anything. Let's just, I'll dance and you dance. Uh, we'll be fine. <laughs> so good. Um, <laughs> Will Possum is running lights. <laughs> He's like, well, mm-hmm. it's just going to be a long night. <laughs> that was so good. So that now- was such a theater stage manager thought <laughs> yeah, in real sure. life. Yep. Yeah. It's, oh gosh, we're off to right, start here. here. Is, um, uh, dim the lights. I don't remember <laughs> this line because I remember it going straight from Carrots the Dancing Horse going off stage straight to the boys saying, "Well, if the acts don't get any better than this, we're shooing." Um, but we do hear that an act that we missed was a duet for snare drum and piccolo. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm happy we missed that one, gang. Yeah, don't need, don't need <laughs> that. Okay, yeah. that. Um, we get the dancing rabbits, which are phenomenal. Some good, good music in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My kid looked at that and he said, "Oh, they're good." <laughs> like, he was very impressed with the dancing rabbits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the uh, squirrels. The tumbling squirrels, which are just really good. There's just a lot of squirreling. Mm-hmm. And I um, love yeah. I, I love that we've had Carrots the Dancing Horse, which is probably actually my favorite act of the whole thing. It's There's really just something so good about that. <laughs> but we've had that. We've had the dancing rabbits and then the squirrels. And then we get an audience reaction of like Mother Squirrel yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just yeah. losing her mind. Yeah. And I just loved that so much. So good. Um, so we get Yancey Woodchuck. And Yancey Woodchuck is singing that old favorite, Barbecue. <gasps> All right. Now, I don't know if you've seen the Christopher Guest classic, A Mighty Wind. Um. But I like to believe that he did take this particular plot point from Emmett Otter. (laughs) Um, Because now the boys are panicking because we can't also do barbecue. That's not going to fly. We need a plan B because we're not, they're going to think we're copying and we got to do something. Yancey is off key and delightful. Yeah. He does not care. Yancey's. Yeah, he's given it his all, but they could have done barbecue and rock the house. I mean, they could And, you know, they could have, because they were better than Yancey. Yeah. <laughs> like, hands down. So they go But out. also, do you really want to, like, show up the frog? Or I mean, he, he, he wasn't a frog. Woodchuck. Was he a frog? Woodchuck. 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 You want know, to show up Yancey the woodchuck, because he went out there and gave it his all. If you go out there and do the same song, he's going to feel bad. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah. Um, Jug boys are good bunch. They're good bunch. 
Um, <laughs> that did happen before those other acts. So they go out to the alley because they're going to practice. They're going to come up with a new yeah. song. We're going to figure something else out. Um, and uh, Harrison Fox comes out and gets them because uh, they might miss their cue. And we're trying to make this look professional. That ship sailed with Carrots the Dancing Horse, my dude. Right. Mm-hmm. Sir. <laughs> Crack me up. <laughs> I appreciate what you're trying to do here, but Carrots the Dancing Horse <laughs> blew that straight out of the water. Yep. <laughs> um, so then we get um, Alice Otter singing a river classic, um, Our World. And she does a great job. The puppeteering is really good. Also, fantastic. With the little trembling, like bottom jaw. It's just it's yes, really good. I made a um, note. Yeah, I noticed the mouth movements. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unbelievable. Um, the boys are backstage and, goes, and they're like, "Hey, it's your ma." Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, and she's better than us. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, mm. she was so worried about a costume for the talent show, like ma. Seriously, you, with that voice, yeah. you don't you don't yeah. need it. You could have walked out there but and had a sack. I get it because Waterville mm-hmm. is where the where the people with money are. True. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. That's point. where Gretchen Fox is, and that's where Doc Bullfrog is, and that's the part of town with money. So, like, yeah. I get there it. is such a there's such a class divide in this town. Like, there's For no sure. middle. There's just yeah. the wealthy people and those like can't buy Christmas presents. Yep, that's all you got. Yep. I was I was annoyed at that. I was like, come on. <laughs> Help these people out. What is wrong with you? High on the hog, puppets. <laughs> um, Get your crap together. So she does great, obviously. Obviously. Um, and she goes off stage, and the boys congratulate her for doing such a good job. And she's like, I think everybody liked it. I don't know. Um, and now the boys are on. All right, great. And they do the brothers song. And um, I will just every now and then burst into brother. Um, hearing um, hearing them talk about how this was written the song um, hearing Paul Williams talk about it because eventually this song and Ma's Our World joined together and he wrote them together and then pulled them apart and so for it to be sort of like a throwaway song almost is wild to me because it is a Mm -hmm. great song um I love it so much. Um, it that that should not work. You should not be able to write a song, then split it in half and have either song work that well on its own. Like that doesn't yeah. compute for me. Yeah. Yeah. But he he, he did it. He did it. And he it's did fantastic. It. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and so the boys do great, and they get a bunch of applause. And great. This is great. Everybody did great. We did so mm-hmm. great, you guys. And that was supposed to be the last act. However, we wouldn't normally accept a late entry, but they've come all the way from River Bottom. <laughs> they've got uh. lamps, they've got lights, they've got uh, the fish tank, and the <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the uh, Stanley Weasel is shoving everyone out of the way backstage <laughs> while Harrison Fox is introducing them. Now we had we had a uh, talent show at my high school, and fortunately they put bands in the first like they they split it into two acts, and so the bands were all in the first act, 
and then everything else was a second act. So you were not, you did not, first of all, you didn't have all that set up and breakdown, but you didn't have that whiplash of someone oh, singing yeah. a very sweet song and then someone doing a Queen cover. Um, <laughs> I, this song, Bold right. choice, by the way, covering Queen in high school. Man. Yeah, oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, nice try. Yeah, lowered, <laughs> lowered from the ceiling on a trapeze. That is not an exaggeration. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's a thing that happened in my high school. All right. Um, yeah. So they, uh, we get we get the River Bottom Nightmare Band. I, yeah, this was the first true rock band I ever loved, let's face it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a banger. I mean, I would like to point out, though, I watch everything with subtitles because so, yeah. I'm old, and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And how it said Hendrix-style music I is disagreed. playing. I disagree. And mm-hmm. I was like, that is not yeah, as, that is not mm-hmm. even close. You are wronger than wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just because it was 1977. Which is years later than Hendrix. Also, right. yeah, like that, just, there's like mm-hmm. a little bit in the guitar riff that I can vaguely go. Just, <sighs> the smallest but no, iota. No, you're incorrect. <laughs> I will. I, love I will good, say though, I love a good music subtitle though. Oh, so it, it's, it's always great. I, I loved the fact that um, the band like it made sense the different instruments they were playing to. Like, the snake is playing the <laughs> bass, and the snake is basically Dude. playing, like, slap bass and yeah. using the end In of the its tail. In the coolest way. Yeah. Right. That is the wildest thing. I pointed out to my kids, I was like, how, who thought of that? Like, the snake is wrapped around the, the neck mm-hmm. of the bass with his tail slapping the, the strings. I was like, I don't, if I had to do that with a snake, I would have never thought of how that should look. Now, it's like, I will wouldn't say, occur to me. That we did have Disney's Robin Hood in 1973, in which yes. a snake crosses his arms. Yeah, and shrugs. And shrugs. Uh, <laughs> so, like... you know, there's a little bit of a precedence. We like, figured out something. It's, it's that kind of attention to detail. That again, it's something that, like, consciously you're not paying attention to until you think about it. And you're like, that is exactly how a snake yeah. would play a bass if mm-hmm. that were yeah. a thing. That's I was going to say, drawing right. a snake and making a physical 3D snake do something is a little different. Oh, so. for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for that was sure. genius. Yeah. Um, it, my favorite line is the, we don't like to learn, but we hate what we don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is, Outstanding. boy. Yeah, I want to put that on line. a bumper sticker somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't brush our teeth. Because our toothache will help us stay mean. Yeah. That'll work. As someone who just recently suffered a toothache, I agree. They make you mean. Mm -hmm. Real mean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is an amazing act. um, Because in addition to the song being pretty fantastic, uh, they do also have the lights and the fish is spitting Mm -hmm. water and going insane in the tank, which is (laughs) great. You've got Chuck... In his platform boots <laughs> and cape, playing as Hammond B3, because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. Absolutely. He dresses ridiculous. so punk rock during the day, and then he's like glam rock yeah. a, a thousand mm-hmm. at yeah. night in his You're band. Like, All right, yeah. I guess. Yeah, he's Sid yeah, Vicious during for the more day, than... and he's Elton John <laughs> yes. when he gets yeah. on stage. Yeah. Great. Yes. All right. It's so good. Um, so they do announce 
uh, Doc Bullfrog, who is the chairman of the judges, um, announces that the winner is Nightmare. And yeah. Ma and Emmett and the boys are pretty crushed. Mm-hmm. They were kind of yeah. really counting on that win <laughs> a lot. So they're like, well, okay. You know, Ma's like, well, I mean, we tried. That's, you know, that's what we did. We did our best and both, we all did really great. And Doc Bullfrog comes out and says, hey, you were all fantastic. You were just missing that little something extra. Uh, Doc Bullfrog runs the the uh, the the bar, the bar. He runs the mm-hmm. best bar in water in Waterville. He's like, it's a busy night. Sure, I know Christmas Eve. I'm <laughs> like, yes, let's go to the bar. Um, it's just some spiked eggnog. Yeah, why not? Um, so Ma's like, okay, well, um, let's go home. It'd be quicker if we walk on the ice. And I feel like, like if it was me, like if I was Ma, I'd be like, it'll be quicker if we walk through the ice, walk along the ice. Maybe we'll fall in. I don't know. It, it, let's just go. Like <laughs> maybe we'll end all this pain. <sighs> like, you know what I mean, right? Like, um, and so, uh, is it uh, not Harvey? Not Harvey? No. Whoever's got the um, kazoo is kazooing, which I know nothing. Nothing really lifts a mood like a kazoo. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kazooing their song, and and Ma's like humming along, and she's like, "Huh, hang on a minute. I think our two songs go together." Sure thing, Ma. Whatever you say. Yeah. So they're giving it a shot. Out there on the ice, just mixing those two songs together. And it turns mm-hmm. out it works out pretty well. And they happen to be outside of the of the bar owned by Doc Bullfrog. People start coming out because they hear them. They think they're pretty great. Doc Bullfrog says, hey, that was terrific. Do you want to come sing here? And... Ma's like, uh, is the pay regular if we play regular? He goes, yep. And meals are on the house. Then we get the most important line in the entire show. Travis? Gosh, you got any mashed potatoes? Yeah. <laughs> when all the mashed potatoes you can eat, Wendell. Mm. Um, that sounds good. And uh, they can start tonight. Perfect. Right? fantastic and the showman ma goes from timid lady who's not sure that she should be doing this to the full stage turn like Mm -hmm. instantly i'm Mm -hmm. less a fan of this up tempo pop version that (laughs) they are doing in the bar but it's fine yeah it's fine it needs more sincere the the sincere sincere slow deal is is my is where i want to be yeah. we did gl- we did brush past when they actually talked to each other about i sold oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. your tools mm-hmm. and right. I, that's the moment in this show i knew there was gonna be a dang tearjerker uh-huh. and i'll kid you not i sat there and teared up yeah you know it's, I, as you a know. dad of a kid and the, what you know like what mm-hmm. i do for them and what you, that yeah. you do for somebody because she's if you, you know she says me, i was, was going to get you the 
guitar with the, the mother of Pearl in, inlay. And he goes, yeah, I was going to get you a piano. Because yeah. they had to sell the piano because they had to sell everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I mean, as someone who who saw her mother sell her Martin guitar, yeah, that uh, <laughs> I get that feeling. I would buy her yeah. one in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I cried. Yeah, it's, I did. it's pretty I nice. teared up. Yeah. I teared yeah. up pretty strongly. Hard not to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. People loving people. Yep. It's something that will get me every time, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. matter the movie. I don't care if it's a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, look at you sacrificing for someone else. Uh, I just lose yeah. it. Yeah. And then we get Kazoo, and it's <laughs> yeah. And then and the Kazoo really, comes in, mm-hmm. and they really stomps which on is, the mood. Which is more Hendrix style than whatever <laughs> the Nightmare was doing, because Hendrix good. actually used a Kazoo in a song once, and that's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been done. Um, I do like that the up-tempo version in the um, album that was released in 2018 is the Our World Brothers Club Reprise. <laughs> oh, God. Nice. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, so in this version, then we get Kermit is in the club and he talks about like, hey, look, see, everything turned out okay. They're gonna, yeah. He's wearing an excellent jacket. Yes. By the way, yes, he is really sharp. <laughs> Kermit knows that when Kermit <laughs> wants to dress, yeah. he dresses like to the nines. Sure. He knows what's up. Um. <laughs> so after their performance, we still have to get home. So we're walking back home. We sing Pa's favorite song again. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the river meets the sea, just mm. a good one. That's good. Yeah. Um. And that's the end and honor in the stroke band Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. And now I feel Christmassy. <laughs> I was not. I was pretty bah humbuggy, but I'm in it now. <laughs> now it's happened. <clears throat> I got there eventually. Um, so as Christmas specials go, uh, how we feel about this one. I'm so excited because like I didn't realize that like I was the only one that was really in this. Uh, Travis, how you feel? You gonna? Is this a good rotational yearly rotational offering? Uh, thousand percent. I mean, Jim Henson, I'm already in, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. that's all I need. And then the memories, the vague memories I had of it, were there, but watching it front to back again really brought yeah. it all home because it has that sincerity, and it never feels. The thing that the Muppets are able to do is evoke emotions mm-hmm. without ever feeling like they're trying to evoke emotions right. in you. And they never right. feel manufactured or sappy. It, some of yeah, it is right. very sappy, but it doesn't feel sappy. And I just love that. It's going in the regular rotation. One thousand yeah. percent. How about you, Adi? Absolutely. Totally agree. Yeah. It's great to watch. Um like Steven was talking about why he had never heard of it. I'm like, why have I never actually watched this before <laughs> all the way through? And now I'm glad I have. It's definitely my favorite Christmas thing Paul Williams has ever done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it has now put the night they saved Christmas down in the number two slot for Paul Williams Christmas movies. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, this was great. And like, We've talked about this behind the scenes special. That's going to be on the regular right after I watch it. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be like 
the extended edition of Lord of the Rings where I watch the making of the thing more than the actual <laughs> thing. We'll see. Uh, how about you, Stephen? I adore this movie. I will watch it plenty of times. And it just, because it's so dang sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a sucker. And it's the Muppets. I mean, I, it's the intro. I, it has everything I love. And I've got a nephew who's really tiny who I really want to introduce to the Muppets. And it's kind of hard. You have to figure yeah. out when and where and what medium and what movie. Right. And this is just a priceless flick at Christmas. And he's like four or five and can maybe pay a little bit more attention. Yeah. Like, I would love to just sit down and be like, this is for me and you. Your parents can leave. I don't care if they want you to watch Muppets or TV or whatever. Yeah. They're, I don't, they can, oh, yeah, no, we're just going to feed him and go to bed. No, we're going to watch this. No, uh, <laughs> I will totally lie. To put him in front of this movie because it's just it's so it's so special awesome. and I could see this building like a thing like I just really yeah I'm Yay. it's Christmas and, time now and you mm. watched it with Sam too right I did and Sam Sam actually sat and watched it with me and Sam is very difficult to convince to watch a thing he hasn't seen like mm-hmm. he's seen Home Alone Ernest Saves Christmas Ernest Scared Stupid movies he's watched a thousand times he's in but he's you mentioned something different. We're gonna watch Emmett Otter. I don't want to watch Emmett Otter. I don't know what that is. You know, I'm like, slow down. You don't have to love it, but you got to sit here with me and at least watch it. We don't and like I think to learn, watch but it we again. hate what we don't understand. Exactly. Yeah, he's in that phase. He's yeah. eight. He'll get through it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's where we're we're working on that. It was, should keep introducing him to things. But yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, it's going to rotation. Uh, I know we got some feedback this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we mm-hmm. did. We did. Um, on on Twitter, uh, yeah, I reposted Audie's amazing artwork. It's uh, so once good. Again. We're Muppets, guys. Yes, so guys, good. We're it's so good. Oh. and and watching the iterations you went through with it too, where you had us, and then you were like, mm-hmm. "I watched it, and I think we should be in this kind of costuming." And I was like, "That's perfect." It's <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. so much. But I reposted yeah. that, and Kit London, who's in our chat room tonight, said one of my child, one of the best from my childhood. Mm-hmm. There and you go. Earlier today on Facebook, my old roommate Jordan posted a like, "If you're Gen X, you know this," and it was a picture yeah, of yeah, yeah. Emmett Otter. And I was you like, "You know this band, yeah." Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> "We're talking about that this this next episode." Like it just out of out of nowhere, and That's he so cool. he loved Emmett Otter. So mm-hmm. it was just one of those uh, where it was like that that worked out perfectly. So one of mm-hmm. my friends commented that she had seen that same that same if you're Gen X, you know, this band post mm-hmm. and she did not know that band. And I told her to go sit down right now <laughs> and go watch yeah. it because she's wrong. She needs to go find yeah. out, yes. be educated. <laughs> As yeah, an elder actually, millennial, it makes sense that I'm I miss because Gen- I'm not Gen X. No, but, no, I'm, know, I'm 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 an eldritch millennial. Mm-hmm. Eldritch. I'm, on the, I'm on the cusp. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Adi, I stepped on you. No, it's fine. It's funny because early last week, uh, the Center for Puppetry Arts in Atlanta posted a thing about having the jug band puppets yeah. on display, and I shared that on Facebook. And a buddy of mine commented like, "Oh yeah, Emmett Otter already watched it." So I was like, "You you know this? Okay." Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give what what's your thoughts? So yeah. my buddy Tyler texted me and he's like, it's just comforting. The folksy bluegrass, that mountain feel. I always sing Ain't No Hole in the Wash Tub. <laughs> and I always say, How about that scarf? And quote Ch- Chuck a lot. It just <laughs> makes me chuckle. Mm-hmm. So good. Perfect. And we also got an email 
from one Phil Rude, who's in the audience. Thank you, Phil, for the email. Uh, he says, Happy Holidays to the TWTD crew! Jim Henson was probably the first person I was aware of as a creator and a famous person whose face was not on screen. Uh, same. That's cool. I grew up fully immersed in The Muppet Show, the first crop of Muppet movies, and of course, Sesame Street. I had the Dark Crystal comic adaptation. I even tracked down the SNL Muppet shorts from the earliest episodes of it. But somehow, I missed Emmett Otter. Growing up, I would hear of it in passing, but never saw it, and it just kind of continued that way my entire life. No big deal. HBO was inaccessible to me growing up, so I never saw Fraggle Rock either. So being a Henson fan, I accepted that some things Henson I just wouldn't see, and that's fine. Cue to last week when Amy announced that this was on Prime Video, and I said to myself, maybe I'll sit down and watch it. Later in the week, I mentioned to Amy that I was showing my three-month-old grandson classic Sesame Street segments and that he loved the bright colors and psychedelic cartoons, and she suggested I watch Emmett Otter with him. So I did. First of all, if anyone had told me there were Muppet swamp creatures riding backfiring snowmobiles and forming rock bands, I would have watched this decades ago. <laughs> I sat with my grandson, who admittedly is far too young to follow the plot, sing along, or know what a TV is, but it did hold his attention sporadically, like during the barbecue song and Ma singing at the talent show. He won't remember any of this, but I will. And for me, this sweet, wholesome, charming little Muppet show about family will be a memory of how I introduced my grandson to the world of Jim Henson and the genius of Paul Williams. Side note, I love the Emmett Otter with, with its message that even if you don't win the contest, you should keep doing what you do anyway, is being covered on a podcast since podcasters need to constantly hear that <laughs> message to keep going. <laughs> keep doing what you do. You're all awesome at it, Phil. Aww, thank you, Phil. That was thank wonderful. You, Phil. <laughs> wow. Yay. That so was a good. good one. I'm so glad everybody mm-hmm. liked it. I'm so glad we have yeah. fun. It was a blast. Absolutely a blast. So uh, we're going to keep rolling with this holiday thing because that is what we've chosen to do. And we can can do whatever we want. That's right. Because it's our show. Um, It's our show. Um, So Travis, Mm -hmm. you have next week, yeah? I do. And uh, we talked about it a little bit before the show got started and I came up with an idea. And during the show, I have decided to pivot. (gasps) So that was two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that was, we already did that, Travis. We are going to watch one of my all-time favorite Christmas pieces of media ever created. And we are going to watch Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my goodness. Holy crap. Good pick. All right. Yeah, real good. Uh, I mean, sure, if you want to be that way, I guess. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I it, it was to just come out of the gate. It was swinging. a moment I'm like, ooh, did we? I had to like search and see, did we cover it last year? Because I could not no, for the life of me remember if we didn't. And uh, and we did not. And we are going to uh, because it is like I have for probably 30 years, I have had my list of like favorite Christmas movies. And this has been at the top of it the entire time. This is mm-hmm, my favorite mm-hmm. Christmas movie, period. Um, 1966, I believe. Yes. Oh, uh, starring the inimitable Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff. Uh, and oh, wow. Why I cannot wait. so hard, man? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You just, Look, you go big or you go home. All right? That's true. I'm hanging it up. I don't even know what the point <laughs> is anymore. Oh, there are plenty of good ones still to come, but oh, uh, for nope, sure. yeah. nope. I had to, uh, I had to go ahead and put knee down on this one. So, Doctor Seuss's "How the Grinch Stole Christmas." That's what's coming up next week. 
I'm already ready to do the artwork for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and no, Sweet. we are not going to be Grinches. Mm. Oh, boy. Nope. Uh, <laughs> can't well, wait to see what I look like with who hair on it. Yeah, it's going to be real good. <laughs> real good. We'll so, see. Uh, that about wraps it up for this week, yeah? Uh, yeah. You can find us on uh, the former Twitter at Those Day Show. And then yes, you can. It's those were the days show at gmail.com. Maybe? It is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There we go. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of, one, I'm glad you said it slowly so people could remember it oh, easier. That's, that's exactly why mm-hmm. I did it, so that you could remember yeah. it. And one not of these days. I had no idea. Yes. One of these <laughs> days I will get around to using one of the like dozen invite codes for blue sky i have and put us on blue sky yeah, as yeah, well put us on blue sky oh, yeah, i'm yeah, all yeah. over there maybe threads yeah. <clears throat> um and we're oh, everywhere yeah. also for sure <laughs> um mm-hmm. it's in the yeah. show notes yes really yeah handy. it is it's in the show notes go there they're in your podcasting app probably so until next week and the grinch stole Grinch who stole Christmas? Is that the technical title? I don't actually know. How, I've never how the Grinch, how how the the Grinch, Grinch stole, stole Christmas. Christmas. There That's you go. Yeah. Till next week <laughs> and how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh for me, for Steven, for Audie, and for Travis. This has been Those Were the Days. Pimp the charity stream. Yes, he he didn't see that. I was gonna. Rem- I was reminding you. Well, talk about it now, and then record a little something. Tack it on the end. I think so. Yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah, start warming up now. You've got you've got a couple of weeks here. Start doing some squats. Get those get the those pins warmed up.
excellent. Right. It's, we're not, it's, it's not like a, it's, yeah, it's not a resort community, you know, not a lot of tourism in Waterville. No, they better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I'll get I'll get $12.50. Yep. <clears throat> it's okay. It's uh, 7 seasons of Seinfeld. <laughs> Sorry, I listen I had to listen to the episode to cut together stuff, so it's fresh in my mind. <laughs> yes. How? Went why? Why the Grinch stole Christmas? Why? Yeah, it was. <laughs> 